Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast, episode 117 at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Today we'd like to talk about packing light and smelling sweet. Sweet. Yeah, by which we mean not smelling really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've done that trick before. Well, I pack- haven't. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yes. So you never. You can talk about yourself. It either. Yeah. Right. <laughs> A rosy glow. Oh. Well. Men sweat. Women perspire. Yes. Yes. Bollocks. <laughs> Packing lights. One of those topics that we keep coming back to here on the show, but it's really the number one complaint we hear from people is that they've brought too much stuff and they're having to lug it around. Well, I know we did. We took far too much stuff because when we left, we were planning on going and living somewhere for a year. We didn't know where. So we thought Mm. we'd take everything with us. So we took all these things that really, probably, we weren't going to use even if we did stay somewhere for a year. (laughs) So we were lugging it around all over the place. Yep. And then for the next 30 months, we managed to visit about 30 to 35 countries. So that idea went straight out the window and our bags lightened up pretty quickly yeah we left stuff all over the place you know it was hilarious we'd go and visit relatives and like do you want that bag back <laughs> <laughs> no no keep it in the laundry <laughs> so today we're going to combine two really practical travel topics packing light and how to easily and cheaply wash your laundry as you travel keeping your clothes fresh and smelling sweet really well sweet. at least not smelling yeah that that would be an improvement for me <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by the Indie Travel Podcast magazine, which I'm holding the proof copy of in my hands right now. Listen to this. That's the sound of travel goodness. Does everyone actually believe that it's the Indie Travel Podcast magazine, or could you just be flipping any magazine? No, no, it's it's a special sound. Get oh, okay. It? Well, I believe you, because I can see it, and it is very exciting. It's so exciting. Ah! We've just signed off the proofs, and it's at the printer right now. It's Really, so cool. So we've got articles by uh, Tim Patterson, Ben Cooper, Kat Calvin, um, awesome photos from Lola Ankamade, um, a pull-out guide to Tonga. We've got spreads on Egypt, Bacol, Melbourne, the Baltics, Angkor Wat. Uh, we've got columns by the Adventure Doc, Eric McLaughlin, Women's Travel Specialist, Kim Mance, and a digital nomad, Christine Gilbert. And there's even more. Are you sure? It sounds like a lot already. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is. I think you just wrote more. a list of everything that's in there. Look, look at that page. See? More. Yeah. More. Okay, more. You mentioned that more. one. You've been, no, you uh, talked about that one. You talked I about that one. Talked about that one. More. Hey, I took that photo. <laughs> So there's lots of great content. Uh, you can get your copy by visiting IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash magazine and uh, giving us 40 New Zealand dollars. We've managed to drop the prices on postage. So it's 40 bucks for a whole year's subscription. That is pretty cool. It is. And if you're not the paper type, you can um, download a low resolution, uh, well, sorry, a medium resolution version. You won't get the nice poppy colors. But um, yeah, that'll be coming out free on the feed um, by email, or you can just download the PDF off the site. But the pull-out guide won't be so good because, you know, you, <laughs> you can't, can't really pull it out. Pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, speaking of resolutions, something people have been asking for is high-resolution video. So we're shooting most of our footage in um, pretty much HD now, and um, 
we need to crunch it down smaller so it doesn't, you know, block Break. up the pipes <laughs> of the internet. Yeah, because uh, the internet is just pipes. Yeah, the internet's pipes. We don't want to block up the pipes with these huge one gigabyte uh, video files. So if um, if you're really into HD or you'd like to download um, a massive high resolution version of the magazine, we're going to set up a premium membership system for 15 bucks a quarter. Uh, it's New Zealand bucks, so it's about five pounds or (laughs) 10 us dollars a quarter and um you get access to a high-res copy of the magazine um high-res video downloads and we're gonna try and hook up some ongoing specials with free travel ebooks um that you can download as part of that package so um yeah that'll be coming by the end of the month so it's all very exciting but let's get on to the show (laughs) yeah um so this Practical info is really what flicks my back. I really enjoy doing these practical episodes. So here we go. That's what we started off with, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, sure is. And we haven't talked about packing light or laundry since, well, forever. Ages ago. (laughs) Months on packing light. And we did laundry stuff way back at the beginning of the show. And I don't think we've really revisited it. And laundry is such an important thing because the whole thing about traveling light (laughs) is that you don't take as much stuff and then you have to wash your clothes. Yep. Please. Please watch your <laughs> yeah. So I guess the first question when you're packing light is, what does packing light mean to you? What What is light? Well, one bag. One bag. Just take one bag. And a good, good idea is to keep it under 15 kilos. Mm-hmm. Because if it's a backpack, you're going to have to carry it. And any more than 15 is getting pretty heavy. And also, if you're traveling with Ryanair or many of the budget carriers... Some of them are nice and allow you to take 20 kilos, but some of them are nasty, and 15 kilos is the limit. So the bag that you're carrying now is the maximum size for most airlines carry on, right? Mm -hmm, That's right. And I could probably just about fit 15 kilos in there if I tried really hard and filled it with books and water and things like that. But I think 10 or 12 kilos is the maximum, which is also, conveniently, often the maximum weight for carry-on. So it all works (laughs) in really well. It does, it does. So, I mean... For me, yeah, I love that one bag thing, but I don't pack as light as you do, <laughs> which is probably the opposite of most, most couples. Yeah, I, I've i got one small bag full of clothes and one giant bag with stuff. laptops and microphones <laughs> and cameras and chargers and cables and stuff. And that's certainly not light, so I'm trying to learn a few tricks as we go. So we did talk about um, a basic list in episode 83. So let's just quickly revisit that. Okay, so these are clothes that you can bring with you. Um, You've got five pairs of undies. I still think that's overkill. One's enough. (laughs) (laughs) At least three and up to five pairs of undies. I prefer to have more because, you know... I don't want to have to wash them all the time. We got a comment on that episode from Turkey Traveller who said, you just take one, you wear them one way for a couple of no, weeks, you turn them inside no, out, no, no. you wear them for another no, couple of weeks. so wrong. Okay? okay, having enough undies is really important. And also for girls, a couple of bras, of course. Um, socks, about the same amount as you bring for undies. Um, yeah. Good pairs of socks, good quality, ones you can walk in and that cushion and support your feet. Uh, sneakers or hiking shoes. Flip-flops. And if you want some lightweight nice shoes maybe Mm -hmm. sandals something like that look a bit pretty Uh, take three or four t-shirts and a nicer t-shirt or top for going out in Mm -hmm. Uh, two pairs of trousers Um, if you get the zip off ones you can not only look like an awesome tourist but um, you've got built-in shorts those um, non-wrinkle ones are really good as well I mean you might not like the zip off ones but something that 
you know, mm-hmm. like travel trousers are really good. Yeah. Don't take jeans. Yeah. Because they just don't dry. It's awful. Yeah, they're very heavy as well. And if you wash them and they don't dry and you're carrying around heavy, wet, damp material, mm-hmm. it's just yuck. You can get trousers that have a jean look, like they're denim-ish, mm-hmm. but they're a lot thinner. And then you get the, the feeling that you're wearing jeans, but they're not as annoying. Sweet. Uh, shorts or a skirt for the beach? Or maybe a sarong. Sarong mm-hmm. is a good option. Then thermal underwear. Now, if you're going to be traveling for a long time, I would recommend always having thermal underwear with you because it's another layer if you have a, a top. And then the, uh, the trousers are good for a cold day or winter or something like that. The, trip, the trick is layering, mm-hmm. you know, and this is a really good layer. It's just a base layer. Yeah, of course, that can be left behind if you're only visiting the tropics for a short period or something yeah. like that. Um, Linda's a fan of, of long sleeve tops, which I'm just not. Layering, layering. It's so important. If you have thermal underwear and then a couple of long sleeve tops and then a slightly heavier jumper, you can do so much with it. Like when we were walking the Camino de Santiago, I think I had a thermal layer, two, maybe one or two long sleeve tops, and then a slightly heavier jumper, and then a raincoat. And most days I just wore one or two. But when it was really cold, I was just wearing everything, laid on top of each other. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So that encapsulates two other points we're going to make, um, a jumper and a rain jacket. That's right. I mean, the jumper shouldn't be one of those heavy, bulky ones, just a slightly thicker layer. Yeah, I carry a mountaineering jacket made by Mountain Hardware. Um, it's got a, a soft inner shell and then a heavier waterproof layer. And um, that's mainly because we go hiking as well. I mm-hmm. like to have that superior warmth. Then uh, also take hat, gloves and a scarf if you're heading into winter anywhere at all. Mm-hmm. And a sun hat for the opposite reason. Yes. Okay, so that's clothes out of the way. And that's probably half filled most people's backpacks. Yeah, but the other things you need to think about are equipment. Mm -hmm. Things like I would always take a pocket knife with me. We really like the Victorinox ones. And having a spork with you, which is a a fork on one end and a spoon on the other, comes in really, really handy, especially when you're trying to stay in hostels that don't have any cutlery at all. Yeah, we've got a couple of uh, ones made by Light My Fire, Mm. and they're brilliant. And uh, we also carry flatware by Oracaso. Oh, they're great. Uh, So that's um, plates and cups and bowls that are made out of... Yeah, very thin plastic, and they fold flat, so they weigh a couple of grams and just sit in your bag. We also always carry a torch, just in case we're stuck somewhere where we can't see, you know, Mm -hmm. at night or something. And a small first aid kit. Definitely. Of course, you also need to think about your toiletries. So we take two-in-one shampoo, which we use for washing ourselves, our hair, and our clothes, as well as toothpaste and toothbrush. You know, just the normal things, contact lenses and solution. Yeah, stuff like that. We always cut down as much as we can. You know, we I don't take much makeup, and Craig doesn't take too many cosmetics. Mm, not many. Not these <laughs> days. <laughs> um, other things that you're possibly or probably going to be bringing are um, MP3 players or iPods, um, maybe camera, a, a laptop, camera. camera, video camera, microphone. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> You can't hear me, but I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> okay. So and also a book. I always like to have a book. And if you're traveling through hostels, they quite often have a book exchange. So you can just get a new one. Mm-hmm. Or you could take a copy of the Indie Travel Podcast magazine. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's basically what our packs look like. Clothing, essential equipment and gear, and um, then extras that... Uh, mainly tech toys and entertainment. 
And toiletries. A towel. I forgot to mention a towel. Oh, yeah. Definitely take one of the lightweight travel towels. Don't take a full towel because they take up so much space and they never dry. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you notice we didn't mention guidebooks in there. And um, if you can do your guidebook research before you go, chuck everything you need into a notebook or a journal and um, then just take yeah. off without the big solid Bible with you, mm-hmm. um, you'll probably miss out on some typical tourist things that everyone who's already been there has done and um but you'll see so much more i mean do your research before make notes about what you want to see and then when you're there you can get advice from other travelers and from locals about what to do we did take europe on a shoestring with us Mm -hmm. and it was great i mean it was good for those nights in malta when we had no money and couldn't afford to go out and couldn't get to the library and had no money and needed something <laughs> to do. We had something to read. <laughs> um, but what we did is as we kind of finished with destinations, we cut out those pages that we had mm. already been to. Um, so as our trip went on, it was extended. We couldn't do all of the research for a one-and-a-half-year right. trip around Europe. Um, but as we went through, we kind of lost sections here mm. and there. So the book got lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter <laughs> until it was basically just a cover. Um, <laughs> At which point it was about three years old and we threw it away. Yeah. But um, you can do it the opposite way. If you've got a a big guidebook like Europe on a shoestring or Asia on a shoestring and you're only going to three or four countries, rip out the pages, use one of those um, craft knives, staple them together, and then you can just stick them in your notebook or in your bag and they Mm -hmm. don't take up anywhere near as much space and they don't look like a big guidebook that you're cutting around with you. Yeah. And if you've got... um like a netbook or something like an iPod or iPod Touch, um, which I won the other day. Congratulations, I won an iPod Greg. Touch at WordCamp. I got to hang out with lots of highly intelligent people in design and publishing and computery geeky things, and I got given a 16-gig iPod Touch. So I'm now officially back in the Mac Geek community. Yeah, he was complaining all throughout WordCamp that his computer was the oldest and it was so sad, it was so terrible. <laughs> it was, it felt so sad. You insulted the computer right in front of it. Yeah, right to its face. We better move on. Um, <laughs> we'd better move on. So anyway, we asked Twitter, the Twitter world, what it thought about Packing Light and uh, this is what it said. First reply came in from Cruzen Cal. Um, he said, "Lay everything on the bed. That's everything. Then pack half the clothes and twice the money." That's good advice. Sure yeah. is. As um, long as you've got that money. <laughs> yeah. If you're not sure if you'll need something, leave it behind, and you can buy it at your location. Yeah. Uptake said, "It isn't packing light, but an umbrella is always a great idea, especially if you're coming to Auckland." <laughs> oh yeah. Although it has, I mean, it's raining like nothing else today. We went out and destroyed our umbrella, but. Um, it's the first time in a couple of weeks it's rained, so we've mm. had a really good winter for rain. Freezing cold, but, you know, haven't got wet walking to work. You Market said, uh, silk long johns. They're super thin, they're light, and they're warm. Buy a scarf and a warm sweater when you get to a cold climate. Mm-hmm. Nerds Eye View adds, I pack merino wool long underwear, but yes. I also have merino wool long underwear, which I would very, very strongly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guy and Girl Travels said that they wished they could help. <laughs> but the girl is the world's worst, worst packer. <laughs> yeah. They said uh, she brings the entire contents of uh, the bathroom and the closet on her vacations. <laughs> so, yep. I wonder if he has to carry it. You know, in all the cartoons, 
Good question. Um, guy and girl, leave us a comment either on Twitter or on the show notes to, uh, to this post. We'll find out. Um, so some more tips from us. I highly recommend having a list. Oh, yes. This yes. is uber geeky, but if you are um, traveling for a while, coming back home, traveling for a while, coming back home, a list will stop bloat. That's you know, right. you know you're only allowed if you've decided on two T-shirts you go to pack, you've got your list, you've got four t-shirts, you're only allowed to. So make a list, constantly refine it, and just work at it as things go on. Yeah, I like lists as well. I often also decide which specific tops are going to go in, because then I can work them to make different outfits. You know, if I've got bright red trousers, then it's not going to be a good idea to, t- to pack a purple top, for example. <laughs> you know, so you make sure that everything works in together. It's been a while since you've had bright red trousers. I used to have bright red trousers. I know. That was back in the day. Um, Having a weight limit and having an item limit are good things as well. And you go with the the shortest that you possibly can, you know. If you're only allowed 40 items, then, you know, if you get there, you weigh it. And uh, if it's too heavy, then you start taking stuff out. Mm -hmm. The next one is taste. (laughs) I can't believe you left this one for me. Take less tech. Yeah, because it would be just so yeah. hypocritical for you to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad with the amount of technology you bring, Linda. It's terrible. And leave books at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we just attack each other? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I better go back to Twitter before this turns into a fight. Uh, My Green Flight said, first get the bag or backpack that you're happy to carry a long way and only take what will fit into it. That's a great idea. Very good point. Uh, plan what you think you'll need. Then, this is sounding familiar, cut the amount of clothes in half. Reusing it won't kill you. In fact, it's quite important that you reuse it. <laughs> yeah. And My Green Flight also said get multifunctional shoes because shoes take up so much space. Yeah. Now, talking of shoes, this was kind of the topic du jour. Um, Nerd's Eye View said I'm a pretty light traveler, layers, you know. But I still struggle with shoes. CAG2U tells me flip-flops don't count. Don't count in the shoe count? Yeah, don't count in the shoe count. Oh, they so do. (laughs) Do they go on your feet? (laughs) I replied with the following story. I was saying how I normally take a pair of walking shoes and a pair of flip-flops. Jandals, as civilized people call them. Um, (laughs) So a pair of walking shoes, a pair of jandals... That's enough. If I'm working, I might get a pair of work shoes to yeah. to supplement them if we're there for a while. Um, and then our friend who we're trying to convince to come traveling with us at some point, um, we t- were talking about this the other night. She's like, I'm not a big shoe person, but I think I could get down to five pairs of shoes. At which and, point we spluttered. <laughs> and then we're she like, went on okay, five? Yeah, that's fine. Then she went on to include, like, dress shoes and um a pair boots. of boots no not like um, hiking boots no no like going like out girl boots. boots yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah so that continued and nerds eye view said okay that is ridiculous and here's her kind of i don't know girly shoe list uh three pairs pair of hiking shoes dress shoes or sandals depending and flip-flops Yes. Sweet, we in? Totally agree with that. Okay, Colasso Projects added, I'm with at Nerd's Eye View on the shoes. The fewer pairs, the better. They're super bulky in any bag, and you're better to buy on location if you need them. Oh, I can never find shoes on location. I always spend so much time looking for shoes. If I can find them at home and they work for me, mint. Yeah. I'm so fussy when it comes to shoes. (laughs) You sure are. 
Um, we had some other replies um, at HavePack, at Powered by Tofu, and at MyMelange. They all um, sent through links, so we'll hook those up in the show notes. You can come by IndieTravelPodcast.com and um, click through to their travel tips. My favorite quote was, you only have to heave several heavy bags up and down footbridges in Venice once to realize there is an easier way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We, we had exactly that experience. We had backpacks and we were with a friend with a wheelie bag. Yeah. I don't think she had the best time. No. <laughs> um, but, you know, she was the only person we knew that spoke Italian and wanted to spend a weekend in Venice. So <laughs> Yeah, and we had a good time. It was all good. It was just yeah. hard on her arms. Yeah. So thank you, Helen. But uh, <clears throat> backpack. Backpack. <laughs> So with so few clothes, how do you keep them clean? So onto the laundry segment. Problem with hotel laundries is they tend to charge you per item. Oh, now, the yeah. first time we were staying in um, in a hotel, I thought, I looked at the list. I'm like, oh, six euros to get my laundry done. That's Mint. awesome. I started pulling everything out of my bag before I realized it was six euros for a shirt and six euros for one sock. Yes. And it was that, no, that happened, item. That happened to one of our friends. He, he put a whole pile of stuff out and he hadn't realized that it was per item. And he got charged something like three euros per sock. Yeah. It was the most enormous laundry <laughs> bill ever. He could have bought probably all of those clothes for the price it cost to, to get them washed. So if you've got a corporate expense account, that's probably okay. But if you've got a corporate expense account, you're probably not listening to this show. <laughs> so for, um, for us independent and budget travelers, it's a serious problem. And luckily, it's one that's pretty easy to avoid. Yeah, there are definitely other options. You don't have to get the hotel laundry to do it for you. Now, the first option is the local laundromat. Put everything in a bag, in your backpack probably, walk down to the laundromat, shake it all in, wash it. Yep. Awesome. Nice and easy. And um, more and more hostels we've found either have self-service laundries where you chuck a couple of bucks into um, into a coin machine or you buy a credit or you leave it with the, um, the hostel front desk. Mm-hmm. And those prices are normally much, much more reasonable. Yeah, they're usually reasonably priced, and they're usually on a quite fast cycle, so you can mm. get through it quite quickly. Yeah, it's quite so good sweet. for a rainy day. It's actually quite a good activity. Yeah, and if you can leave, you know, walk out the door in the morning, leave your stuff at the desk, and come back in the evening to fresh clothes. Perfect. Awesome. But you do need to have a full load, otherwise it's a waste of money. So if you're traveling alone, it's kind of annoying. And if you've only got one and a half pairs of undies, you're going to want to wash more regularly than that. Yes. Wondering what half a pair of undies looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Bad thoughts. Right, so um, Jay Rollins on Twitter said, hand wash your clothes daily. Uh, it means you don't have to take as many clothes and it saves on laundry costs. So that's what we normally do and uh, that's what we recommend. Yeah, we definitely recommend it. I mean, if you just wash your undies at the end of the day or in the shower, then you can hang it out and they'll be dry for the mm-hmm. next day or maybe the day after, depending. Okay, so here are some techniques. One is to wear everything that needs to be washed into the shower. And then, you know, you scrub yourself with soap or shampoo. And after you do one layer, you take it off, you rinse it, and you just keep going. And that's something that I have noticed quite a few people doing. That's so weird. I've never done that. And it also wastes a lot of water. So if you're in a country where water's at a premium... um, please don't do that. And if you're in a place where hot water is limited, don't make me freeze. So that's one way, but I wouldn't highly recommend it. If just with your undies or your socks, that's fair enough, because you're in the shower, 
It doesn't take long to wash one pair of undies, but not a whole lot. Yeah, please. that's what um, a L Ronberg. I don't know how to pronounce it. L Ronberg on Twitter said as well. My father-in-law always washes a pair of undies in the shower. That way, you only need two or three pairs. And then he's added, "Ooh, undies." <laughs> <laughs> that's about the level of this show today, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, undies. <laughs> Another option is to put everything in a plastic bag and then add washing powder and shake. Where do you get these ideas? I've been looking around forums. I've been looking at what other people are recommending. You'd have to shake for an hour. Shake, shake, shake. You know, just like do a little, a good good exercise. (laughs) That's a great idea. Put on some music, you know, shake, 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 shake. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm in. You're just singing (laughs) internationally now. That's your fault, not mine. Remember that. Um, so another way, and probably our recommended way, is to use a sink. You're yes. limiting your water wastage, or a bucket if the sink's no good. You're limiting your water wastage a lot, um, and you've actually got a good chance to get in there and hand scrub yeah, things and actually clean. make them clean. <laughs> so to do that, you probably need to bring a universal plug with you, because... Um, a lot of hostels don't like you washing clothes in their sinks yeah. and therefore won't give you plugs. Um, and they're also worried about fools leaving the taps running and flooding mm. the place. Um, or you can use a rubber ball. Um, yeah. Now, that's quite a good one. A large size rubber ball um, gives you entertainment and you can just put it at the bottom of the sink and um, it Thank works you. as a plug. You could also use Blu-Tac or one of your socks. Yep. Um, a slow draining system. <laughs> nice. And uh, as ESL teachers, we've always got quite a lot of blue tack hanging around. Yeah. Um, so it comes in handy somehow. Yeah. Um, so put everything in the sink and um, use something to actually clean it. Um, yeah. Linda said earlier, we normally bring two-in-one shampoo, which we use for everything. So our clothes are dandruff-free. It's very nice. It's brilliant. But if you're in a hotel that has soap, hand soap or shampoo, just use that. Yeah, that's all good. And um, you can also get special liquid detergent wash yeah, that's specialised that. for hand washing. Yeah, but it just, you know, two-in-one shampoo, although not designed for washing clothes, and it got things clean, so mm-hmm. it was fine. Yeah. Just just whatever was handy, really, we used that. Sometimes mm-hmm. we carried around a block of, of soap. Yeah. Or, you know, those little tiny soaps that you get in hotels? We quite often carry one of those as a, as a backup. And then if we were only going to stay somewhere for a couple of days and we'd run out of shampoo or something... We'd use that for washing ourselves and our clothes because we didn't really want to pack it up again. Mm-hmm. So that was quite good. Now, one trick for washing socks is to put them on your hand, put soap on one, and then just rub them together. That's really good. If you're washing jeans, they can be quite fiddly. So actually, that might be... But it's just the weight of them, isn't it? Yeah. It's really difficult. But it's hard to get into where, into every part of them. Mm-hmm. So one, one of our friends suggested you wear those into the shower. Just go in, get them wet, rub them up with soap, and then... Take them off and rinse them off. Yep. Uh, One thing I'll add is uh, if you're outdoors, um, please be careful about the type of detergents you're using. Yeah. And um, don't wash things in rivers or in lakes. Mm. Carry some water well away from the water source um, and use biodegradable um, detergents. So they're going to break down quickly and you're not putting that gunk and bacteria and stuff directly into the water source. Um, Take it well away from where the water's running so the soil can drain it out. Mm -hmm. Also make sure once you've got them soaped up that you rinse them off quite well. I usually do one soapy wash and then two rinses. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So thinking about drying stuff, you can always um, take along your own expandable clothesline. Um, these are often made of elastic, two bits of elastic kind of wound together. So you string it up, and then between the two elastic cords, you can um, kind Stuff of push things. your clothes in. Yeah. We've so. always got one of those, and we find them really handy, because mm-hmm. you can string it up almost anywhere, and it means you've got a clothesline. And other people recommend just taking a bit of string or a bit of rope, mm-hmm. or even just finding somewhere to put your clothes, under yeah. a fence or something. Yeah. But personally, I really like having a clothesline. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put things near heaters. Um, we're not going to publicly <laughs> recommend putting things on heaters. Last time I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Linda's almost burnt places down. I haven't, just the ones. Put, <laughs> don't I, tell I, Catherine. I, <laughs> <laughs> we're at our friend's hostel in Dunedin, and uh, I had washed a pair of undies in the shower, and I just thought, I'll just dry them off a little bit. So I put them on the top of the heater, but far too close to the element. It was one of those ones that you should never put anything mm-hmm. on top of it. Sid! Don't put anything on top of this heater. But I ignored it. And um, Craig said, what's going on with your undies? And they were burning. Well, just charred a little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) Straighten it in. Brilliant. So when you're drying stuff, don't destroy property. I I think that's the takeaway today. Yeah, if you are going to put things on the heater, don't leave the room. Yeah, don't leave them on the heater. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that wraps us up. Remember to come by IndieTravelPodcast.com, leave a comment in the show notes, and check out IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash magazine and um, hook yourself up with one of these beautiful, listen to it, mm, hook yourself up with one of these beautiful print copies, 40 bucks, four issues over a year. He's even got one of those cheesy salesman's smiles on. I do. <laughs> so cheesy. Well, that's us for this so week. Beautiful. So, pack light, smell sweet and travel well.